Hi, hi, friends. Welcome back to Love Essie, the podcast. This is episode 22, uh, coming to you from Memorial Day weekend, which is probably different than most Memorial Day weekends we've had. Also, um, today I'm recording mad, mad, madly, but it's still May 24th, 2020. And it's actually on this date, 10 years ago, so May 24th, 2010, uh, I was on my way, I think I had just arrived in New York that morning. Um, I took the bus from Toronto with a suitcase, a duffel bag, and just a little over a thousand dollars. And I moved to New York, um, had a job lined up at Starbucks because I'd been working at Starbucks in Toronto, and... I had booked a two-week stay at a long-term hostel that no longer exists in Brooklyn, and I had, had arrived in the New York City from Toronto, Canada, and here I am uh, 10 years later, and there is absolutely no way that I could have imagined that I would A, have a podcast about romance novels, or B, be going through what 2020 has thrown our way. Um... So yes, guys, welcome back to um, this week's episode where we talk about Silver Silence by Nalini Singh. Okay, friends, this is the first book in the Side Changeling Trinity arc. Not the first book in the series because the first book in the series is Slave to Sensation. But technically, this book, Silver Silence, begins the new arc. Um... In the side changeling war, side, war world, um, it's the Trinity arc, and if you were like, "Oh, girl, like I just, I just cannot commit to all of these books at once," uh, you could start at this book um, because I feel like you get a really good grasp of the world, and because the two characters who uh, end up being our main couple. Um, one being the alpha of a bear clan, um, the other being Psy. We have had almost zero exposure to Stonewater Bears before this book. So everything that every, all readers are learning about Stonewater and it's Alpha Valentin in this book anyway. So it's not like you're like, oh no, I missed out on information about him because it was in like, you know, previous books, not girl, not girl, it's all in this one, anyway, um, I really love this book, and Valentin Nikolaev, uh, I believe, becomes, after this book, he becomes, I think, my favorite changeling alpha, and I love Lucas, and I love Hawk, I love them, and Selenka is amazing, I love them, but this is, Valentin is I'm so sorry, friends, but but he is he's so special, like so so special. Uh, so yes, he is. Yeah, I. Mm. And you're probably like, girl, what in the fuck? Um. So anyway, if you've ever, if you're a romance reader and you've read other shifter books, like Bear Shifter is sort of like a common shifter. Um, it probably wasn't as common. I want to say maybe five. 
maybe even 10 years ago, um, I feel like we started with like wolves or at least when I started realizing that the um, paranormal and romance shifting, you know what I mean, um, was happening. I feel like it was like wolves and then like I saw like, you know, like cats and bears and I feel like those are the three main sort of predator groups that we see when we think of, you know, shifters. Um, and then there's like dragons, but I guess because dragons aren't like real animals, um, then it gets a little bit more whatever. Anyway, in this book, um, so we, okay, let me, you know, set the scene. Our two main characters are Silver Mercant and she is Caleb Krychek's aide. So Silver is a character who we have met, um, even before we get to Caleb's book, I feel like we get details of her, a good, you know, some really, you know, some insight of her in his book. But I feel like there's talk of Silver in relation to Caleb probably before that. Um, as, so she is not a character who's like brand specking new to us and we've never heard of her and we're just like who is she i don't know what does she look like don't all that no we've definitely heard of silver and the family that she belongs to the mercants um or mercants uh are definitely a family that we've heard of her grandmother and their whole family is just seen as a very powerful side family then our other main character uh valentine nikolaev i'm sure i said that wrong but whatever um he is the alpha of the stonewater bear clan based in moscow so moscow has that's caleb's krychek's home base selenka durev is it selenka durev yeah selenka durev is the alpha of the black edge wolves and then valentine is the alpha of the stonewater bears and so similar to how in the sort of San Francisco, Sierra Nevada, whatever region, we, you've got Snowdancer wolves and Dark River leopards. We have two predatory changeling packs that are dominant that have sort of split a city uh, with, you know, Caleb also having a presence there. So these, uh, so we're in a completely different part of the world when we start the second arc of the um, the series. We aren't in the United States. We aren't on sort of the West Coast. We're in, we're in Russia. We're in Moscow. And um, one of the things that I think is absolutely that I really, really loved about this book is that we've gotten the sense or the feeling that changelings obviously value family, right? And family is so, so important. But the way it is shown and described in Stonewater is so joyful in a way that I don't it's not to say that like, oh, people in Snowdancer are just like miserable or, you know, but there is a, there's a, the French term is joie de vivre about the Stonewater Bears that is, comes across the page. I think what I also really, really loved about this book, I think this is my fifth or sixth reread because I definitely, when this book first came out, 
um, which came out two years ago. Two years ago? No, I, I first did a review in 2018, but it's older than that, I think. Mm, good question. Let me... When did this come out? 2017. Okay, so it's three years old. When this first this book first came out, I think I reread it two or three times within months of it coming out because I loved it so much. I mean, I loved this book so much that it was a huge impetus for me to you know, go see Nalini sing in Paris. Anyway, um, I had a point. I had a thought. I think it has slipped away. Bah. It has. It's really gone. Okay. Anyway. Um, I'm like, oh no. Oh, I remember. The banter. There's something about this couple specifically. The way that they communicated. The way that they spoke to each other. The way that they were so open to each other. That I really don't think that there was any other couple that I felt this way about. And they're not like... I mean, I love other couples in the, the book series, but I they, their banter was just... And the humor in this book was just... And it made sense because it just was... It, it was like bears, you know what I mean? Like... It gets said often, like, why did this happen? Because bears. And it seems ridiculous, but literally, it was so, so well done. Um, And so I, I, you know, the book before this is The Legions of Honor, which is sort of this, like, this ensemble cast of sort of giving us a a wrap-up of where everyone is and where things are going to go. And then we get this book, and this book made me so excited to see where the series was going because so much happened and this couple I just was like yo you have me like just agog at the possibilities at the direction that this could go so this book I think also what I really something that I've noticed in this specific reread um is the fact that um Valentin as a hero is a man who his capacity for love and forgiveness was huge and I mean when I say huge I mean huge and I don't think any of the characters that we have any of the heroes that we have seen up until this point are as open and in many ways as unguarded as he was um his like the he was always he is described as like this sort of big you know literal bear of a man like he's not a small guy he's a big guy and he's alpha of this bear clan and he but his the way that he was so open to love and loving silver and loving her no matter what that meant no matter how (sighs) loving her enough that if he had to let her go he would and i feel like with 
a lot of the other heroes so many of them i it felt like so many of the other heroes have like not to say that they don't have huge capacities to love but this felt very different and i think it's because he when we meet him in this book he comes from a place of such such deep love for his his pack mates for his clan mates for his people um and again it's not that lucas and hawk don't love their packs but i don't think no okay no i don't think i think that the way that valentin is open was very different um and i absolutely loved it and it made so much sense that him and silver would work out um and so if if you haven't read the series and you're kind of like oh i really kind of want to dip my toe in but like i want to be overwhelmed then start here start here right there's you know some backstory reading obviously the other 15 books would give you so much insight into where we are when we start this book but you don't need to have read all of them to understand this book you can start at this book you know and then really it's just like four books that are well three that are out with the fourth one coming out you know in like two weeks three weeks two weeks three weeks i can't count so if you're kind of like you've been hesitant but you you're like then start here this is a wonderful and i mean wonderful book to start with right and this couple silver and valentin are a couple that i felt so much joy um reading their story there were definitely heartbreaking moments and i also ugly cried a lot in this book like i did in dev and katya's book because the obstacles the conflicts that they had to deal with this couple i was like bitch how dare you i mean brilliant but how dare you so yes i cannot speak enough good words about silver silence i really 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 enjoy this book and this couple is everything all right so i'm gonna pause here and then when i come back spoils spoils spoiling of z book yes spoiling of z book it's spoiling of z book yes um and i'm probably gonna be saying spazibo a lot because i read the book and it was re- the first time i read it i kept saying like spazibo and i'm like bitch you're not rushing you're not even saying it with a russian accent what are you doing but i couldn't help myself because i kept reading it in the book and it just like it like imprinted on my brain but yes i'll pause here and then i'll be back all right so it's spoiler time for silver silence um you're like oh my god okay so as i mentioned earlier this book we've got silver mercant or mercant whatever and valentin nikolaev and these two are a wonderful pairing we are introduced to a sort of a new sort of side ability or a an offshoot because Silver 
is a telepathic, but she's a TPA. And so through her psychic um, pathways, she can hear audio and it's cray cray and it's bad. And she ends up having to go undergo surgery and it's it's heartbreaking. Um, And I think... I think part of why this couple, like, also, put, you know, I, like I said, I did the ugly cry in this book is, so their conflict isn't that they're both, you know, being silly about something and I'm just, like, reading, like, can y'all just get your shit together? They make the choice to be together, but unfortunately, her psychic power is going to you know has to be at first the idea is that it has to be shackled by silence because if she cannot survive without it and then the realization comes that like even silence won't help her and so they end up having to do some crazy experimental surgery and remove emotion meaning remove the feelings everything and so for valentine it's like the choices are um have a mate who no longer feels emotion and isn't connected to you, but she's alive, or have her love you and hold on to emotion and then die. Like, girl, that ain't a choice. That What? what? That's not a choice. And so for him, it's like, no matter what, you're going to live. And she's kind of like, I'm not going to be the same girl. And he's like, okay, but you're going to be alive, right? So it's all cool. I think also what this book it's interesting because this book does have obviously shit that's going on in the world and i like pay attention to that but this couple and this bear clan are just like take over in a certain way and i i i also think so this is the first book in the sort of second arc right and the first book in the series so the first book in the series is a changeling alpha and a psi you know um woman so this book is a changeling alpha uh, a slide woman and that pairing i think is does um you know obviously i enjoy it but seeing i guess what i sort of my thoughts are a little great great um what i really like is we we know because of what we've seen with lucas and what we've seen with hawk that Alvos love their their people and but then Valentin shows up and like the level of latitude of love and forgiveness that this one character is capable of I think is absolutely fascinating because at he is he has such a huge heart and it's mentioned in the book more than once um he his so i suppose you know some characters have like really shitty backstories with like mothers and fathers that were cray cray or whatever he had both of his parents and then at one point he thinks the clan him and his clan assume that his father um went crazy and became a serial killer and apparently he hunted psi people only but still and his seconds had to take him out um and 
obviously with his father having to be um executed the mate bond well no the mate bond between his mother and father breaks before that it breaks um when his father short of just right before he first uh murders his first i guess um victim and his mother is alive but roaming the woods in bear form and refusing to come um i think he mentions that he hasn't spoken to his mother since he was like 15 or something and when he his father is alpha when this happens so the clan gets an interim alpha and then valentin grows into his you know into his power and part of his clan believes that he might have tainted blood like his father because one of the things that they mention is that changeling do have zero killers it's a it's probably the lowest incident out of the incidents for you know serial killers out of all three races but they do have them and when and they're almost always male and so with valentin his father went cray cray so this group in his clan like refuse to sort of acknowledge that he is their alpha even though he is and i don't know that either lucas or hawk would have been able to not only allow these people to live in a satellite sort of section of the territory but to have such a huge and open heart and to understand i guess what i'm saying i feel like valentin understands where his people coming from even when they are hurting him and silver is very much like you don't get to kick his heart in just because he has a massive heart and such a huge capacity for love does not mean that you get to abuse that and she says this both to some of these clan mates or clan members um and also his mother and i really 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 that was something that i was like whoa the other thing that i think is also really interesting silver is Sai, and a lot of the side characters that we've encountered up until this point you know if they were former if they were arrows or you know killed like they've been tortured they've been abused you know sarah was kidnapped and held captive like their backstories is like jesus christ i don't think there's a single side character that we've met up until this point that didn't have some pretty traumatic um moments and upbringing i mean sasha's mother sasha wasn't tortured or whatever but our mom did make her did treat her in a certain way and maybe mm, no still no i don't think and so what we find out is that silver on the other hand her entire family like everyone's high but their capacity for loyalty which is mentioned before we get to this book right caleb does mention the fact that the you know the mercant family line is willing to be loyal to people to a degree that other people are confused by and i think i'd mentioned in earlier in an earlier episode that loyalty which the size see is like a good thing is a an emotional bond and yet they 
um, all through silence, they're able to sort of convince themselves that that's not the case. And so the Mercants are this incre- incredibly powerful family, um, have a lot of high gradient um, members, and yet none of them get taken by the council, get put into, you know, they are all raised within the family. Now, Silver is sort of the next in line to run the family. The current, you know, sort of alpha of the Mercant family is her grandmother. And you're going to like from grandma to granddaughter. And they both, one thing that's really interesting is that there's brief mentions of Silver's parents, but it's like literally so brief. It is made clear that Silver is the woman that she is because of the care and the, like, what has come about because of her grandmother she also has a brother because her dad like basically had two conception agreements with two different women and one got pregnant much later than was expected and so basically her and her brother i think are born days apart or one day apart and so they're kind of like twins except they don't like the only thing they share i think are their is their eye color and some a little bit of their bone structure and erwin oh their brother is an empath and it is clear, Ina Mercant, she's the grandmother, makes it clear that she understands that his birth, um, he's 29 years old, has subtly changed and centered the family in a way that wouldn't have happened. Um, which I think, like, having him be a member of their family allows for them not to succumb to, like, the, the, the kind of madness and corruption and cold ruthlessness that they could have easily um gone down and so it it's really fascinating to know that silver comes from a family of psi who uh, embraced or accepted silence and yet managed to maintain their family in a way that we haven't seen with um I think any of the other side characters. We've seen that a little bit with um Anthony Kariakis and the Night Star um clan, but even there it I mean it took a long time for for example for Faith to understand that her father loved her and her siblings as a father, you know, loves um their children and it doesn't seem it it it's clear in this book that Silver always knew that her grandmother um valued her and trusted her and loved her and so this book is you know we get to see this city that holds you know Caleb and the wolves a different wolf pack and the bears and we're also are being sort of shown like obviously the trinity accord wants the three races to come together and work together and the realization that the signet needs the human psychic energy but that can't be coerced and what does that mean because it's been a hundred years of 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 not all side but a segment of the population that are signed have abused, misused, mistreated 
violated humans. Um, and so that's been happening for a hundred years. And now the real the there's starting to be the realization that the sign need humans, but humans are probably going to be like, girl, what? We hate you. Go die. And there is, you know, a human who thinks that he's doing what's best for his family because of, you know, a psychic rape that his wife went through. And what I think is interesting is I did completely understand um, his thought process, but I thought, you know, but it was also very clear, like, by being as bigoted as he was, he was also part of the problem. Um, this book also, I think, gives more insight into who the architect is. Um, and I say that because I've reread it. I think when you read it the first time, you're kind of like, well, what? But if you read a bunch of the books and you, you read the skin, you're like, oh, wait, hmm, hmm. Um, but yeah, the the bears are just, and they are, care like, the entire Stonewater clan is, like, a clan I want to hang out with. Like, I want to to have my own bear, you know, like, and you're like, Esther, this is fiction. I mean, I know it's fiction. But, like, if I could just, like, um, live in this world, eh, I would want a bear. I mean, a snow dancer wolf would, would you know, I wouldn't take, I would be cool with, like, nah, I want a bear. I was going to be like, I would be cool with a bunch of, like, book boyfriends. But, like, I want a bear. Sorry. I mean... Technically, I want Valentin, but Silver would kill me, so fine. Um, it also makes me think of, like, what other um, bear clients are there. Because Valentin's sister is mated to a polar bear from, a like, a polar bear clan in Canada. So I was like, ooh, polar bears. I like it. Yes. And then there's also a grizzly bear clan, because I believe they're brown bears. Uh, or is it? Yeah. Um, but there's this couple, and I think just, I think also what I really appreciate is Valentin didn't need Silver and her loving him to know how to love, right? He is someone who has always loved with all of his heart, and then he chose her. She was able to sort of live up to that. But it wasn't like he was like, uh, I mean, I don't think as the world stands, as we've seen, that any of the powerful and really great changeling alphas can be alphas that are like shitty in terms of how they love. But Valentin very much, like, I just appreciated that he was, like, a grumpy man who's, like, and don't get me wrong, I do love grumpy heroes, and I do like heroes that are kind of, like, I'm in my shell and you have to drag me out of it. But I also do love the opposite, men that are, like, yeah, I wear my fucking heart on my sleeve, and what you gonna do about it? What you gonna do about it? What you're going to do is you're going to love me and it's going to be wonderful. We're going to be so happy. We're going to eat ice cream. Also, bears and changelings in general love showing love and affection through food. And I was like, yes, yes, yes. Um, always show love and affection with food. Like, why not? And so the book 
is so if it's your first book I think it does help like you get enough information that you'll be set for the next books that are coming if you've been reading the whole series it's like oh in some ways we get that really sort of fun and exciting feeling of exploring a brand new um changeling pack uh, and what are the customs and what are the, the differences and what are the things that are the same and we're and we're a different region of the world and like as i had mentioned in the allegiance of honor episode just because silence has fallen doesn't mean that everything is you know a perfect wonderful you know utopia and nothing ever goes wrong and silver does make it clear that and I think we start to see more of it in this in this Trinity arc. Yes, silence and completely subjugating emotion is not good. But the training and the control that is implemented, if it can be implemented without, you know, torturing people and, you know, making them into like unfeeling robots it can help people and it also means that for those who were able to to survive to adulthood whereas pre-silence they would have you know died in infancy what now needs to happen so that they can still survive to adulthood while not having to be you know emotionless um automatons and so what this means is is in this new arc these are now the problems that need solutions previously it was like silence is is, is fucking us up silence is no good como are we going to fix it now it's like okay so silence has fallen now what how do we move forward how do we as people, whether we are human, whether we are psi, whether we are changeling, how do we work together? I think what also was really interesting, um, this book does have moments, like, at the beginnings of chapters, like, little, like, quotes from the human that broke, sort of brokered the peace during the territorial wars. The territorial wars um, happened, I think it's in the... 18 it's either 18 or 1900s and that's when changelings like um were went to like crazy wars well obviously by territory territorial wars and it was a human that was able to broker the peace because changelings wouldn't have listened to other changelings no you know predator predator changelings wouldn't have listened to non-predator changelings the side would have been seen like they were just trying to use their mind powers and it was like um human this adrian kenner um was this man who they listened to um and was able to bring about peace by reminding them about you know the capacity for love and how important that was and i thought that that was so well done also because like in this book you know we're being informed that the signet needs human energy and it's kind of like because 
it's so easy to be like, well, like, what does the side need demons for? Like, they've got all these mental powers and they're so great and da 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 da. And it's like, because it's not just about that, right? And so, I, you know, I mean, I always talk about like, I like this book, I like that book. Um, and then there were moments where I was just like, like, you're, 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 you're killing me. You're literally killing me. How am I supposed to survive? Um, just because it was like, girl, ma'am, you're just, you're just, um, one of them, this, I was like, as long as she breathed, he'd survive. He'd watch over her from afar and he'd survive because his mate was alive. And I'm like, stop it. You're going to make me cry. What are you doing? Like, I don't understand. And then there were things like, I mean, there were like little things like, Silver Mercant listens to her grandparents and Nova whispered, eyes wide, she's like us. And just like this idea that like these characters are like, oh wait, these people that we thought were so totally wildly different from us are they they aren't and i like that because i think that that even you know in our everyday life something that yeah we don't it's so easy to be like oh those people are are nothing like me they don't understand me and then it's like actually are they though because um i don't think so but yeah um, I really, 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 really enjoy this book, and y'all definitely need to read it, and I can't wait, I can't wait for, uh, so next week is going to be Ocean Light, which is uh, also, like, Ocean Light, so something happens in this book, Bo, who's the head of the human lines, is shot, they're aiming for his sister, but he protects her, and he gets his own book, and it's a good one, and we get a really, like, close look into Black Sea, right? We've met Black Sea before this, um, but we really get to, really get to meet Black Sea, um, and it is so, so good. Oh, there was one thing that, like, Probably because I'm rereading the series and focusing on details. Ina Mercant, right, Silver's grandmother, is able to manipulate components. She, it's, um, this is when she's interrogating the human who thought that by assassinating Silver Mercant, um, he could, you know, keep humans safe. And... It says, she could affect a specific number of elements, including those used in the manufacture of weapons. And this time when I read it, I was like, oh my god. Dev, right, the leader of the Forgotten, and his affinity for machines and the fact that he can interface, essentially, or manipulate whatever command, basic machinery, and it's, you know, his that power is ever-increasing. And I was like... So, in this, um, she mentions that she had a strange little power, 
um, and it was a power so erratic in, in its appearance on the population that it had no official sub-designation. Not quite telekinesis, but on the spectrum. And I was like, oh my god. And so, little things like that, it made me, it just, like, I, it made me stop and think and be like, yeah. This obviously didn't show up enough. But what if enough of the people who dropped out and became members of the Forgotten had that quirk? Right? I was just like, or, or, real, real crazy. Ina Mercant and Dev have some sort of family connection far, far, far back. Like maybe a random, you know, fifth cousin kind of thing. Wild, crazy, I know. But I was just like, as soon as I read that this time, and I think I noticed it more this time because, like I said, I've been rereading the series um, obviously every week or you know, close enough and I was just like skirt skirt what excuse moi um and I was like ooh cute um and in Alpha Night which comes out June 9th yes I'm telling you again because um Ethan the main character one of the main characters in that book one of the things he's able to do makes me think of something that Jean-Quil, the young forgotten boy who Talon was searching for, that Ashaya and Katya were able to save, um, they have something in common. And so again, it's a, a sigh and, uh, you know, technically a sigh, but, you know, outside of the sign and similarities. So yes, I love Silver Silence and it's you know, definitely up there as one of my favorites in the series. Um, and y'all have to read it. Um, don't have anything else. I, I've just been reading A Rake's Vow by Stephanie Lawrence. Um, I had randomly, I think I like had read an Instagram post, um, about you know the sinsters and i was like oh my god i haven't read that in so so very long and so i decided to like you know look for it on the library and um this is vain and patience's book and i'm enjoying it other than that i haven't read much else you know life has been obviously cray cray because quarantine um i do have some arcs that i have to write reviews for that i'm being really slow about but i'm gonna get to i'm gonna get to oh tuesday may 26 um pregnant by the playboy by jackie Lau is out um yeah i think that's it i think that's it for this week so next week um it'll be ocean light and the week after that will be wolf rain which will come out on the monday the tuesday off the night will be out um, and I may drop just like a mini-sode screaming about Alpha Night. I don't know yet. Because I obviously can't talk spoilers. Yeah, it literally might just be a five-minute like, Bitch, you have to get this book. And you'll be like, really girl? I'll be like, mm-hmm. Um, but yes, uh, I hope you guys have, if you have tomorrow off, I hope you are able to relax. If you don't have tomorrow off and you have to go into work, I hope the day flies by and nobody stresses you out 
or does anything wild and crazy. Um, be safe out there. Stay hydrated. Summer's coming. Um, and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Okay, so I said I was like, oh, you know, bye guys. Done for the week. Um, <laughs> and then I was like, wait, I didn't really talk much about Silver Marquant herself. I talked about Valentin and I talked about her family. Anyway, I had thoughts I wanted to share. So Silver, I mean, I feel like pretty much all of Nalini's heroines are, you know, strong characters. The reason why you're like, well, why are, why are we talking about Silver? So Silver is a Psy who obviously is not, is quote unquote working within silence and that's working fine for her she's doing great and she is working with alongside caleb krychek and so she's not a psy heroine who quote unquote needs she didn't need silence to fall to succeed she didn't need to be saved from silence she's just you know someone who grew up that way understands that now the world is changing is in charge of the emergency whatever network and she's a character who makes i think one of the other reasons why i really like this book is because she makes the decisions that she makes based on her also huge capacity for loyalty and love even though for most of the book, I don't think she understands that that's what it is. Obviously, it's someone new to emotion. Um, but it doesn't feel like the decisions that she makes are driven by fear and weakness. It's like she is like, I'm going to do X to see what the results are. And I stand by that and I am okay with whatever happens based on this decision I've made. And I think that that, I I really appreciate that because not always, but sometimes in romance, you know, you get heroines who are kind of like, well, I made this choice, but like now I'm kind of backtracking. And we don't get that with her. She's very much like, this is the decision I've made and I'm sticking to it and it I mean it does make sense that this is the kind of character she is she works with Caleb Gregg and has for a very long time and he is a dual cardinal and incredibly powerful and you know all these things and her you know she's grown up seeing strength um because her grandmother is the driving force of her family and everything that that entails and i i really really appreciated that because in sasha's case right her mother is a driving force because their relationship is so fraught because of you know the way in which nikita decided to save sasha's life um you don't see that right sasha's set you know 
It takes Sasha a very long time to realize that the decisions her mother made were to save her. And that even if it meant that Sasha hated her mother, her mother was like, this keeps you alive. I'm going to do it. And so two, you know, Nikita Duncan and Ina Merkin are two incredibly powerful side women who made decisions to protect their families and stuck by them, but the way that those decisions then affected them and their families is obviously different because they made different decisions. Um, And so I really... Because I think also what we get in this book is that even though Valentin is the changeling alpha, right? And he's a bear. Silver is very much like no one is allowed to fuck with him because he gives them chances. Like, I'm not going to obviously, you do not get to hurt him over and over again. You do not get to abuse his trust and she is one of those it their relationship is one where I feel like she's like it made it might be a weird correlation for you guys but it made me think of how the arrows are like oh my god the empaths are so open and so vulnerable and so willing to help everybody that we have to like you know save them from themselves sometimes or we we have to make sure that they don't give too much of themselves that they don't and it that to me makes me feel like Valentin is willing to give so much of himself and Silver's like well, I'll let him do that but if any of y'all take advantage of that I'm coming for you and you ain't gonna like it and I was like yes girl yes tell the motherfuckers tell these people they can't just stomp on boo-boo's heart like that he's too good he needs you to and it's not to say that Valentine like you know he, he literally wants to like rip apart the people but you know try to hurt her but she also is like, and I want to rip apart the people who try to hurt you. And I was like, yeah, I love that. So yeah, I realized, um, I was like, I didn't mention that part. That part is so important. It's, it's what makes the book. Like, both of them as characters. Ugh. And I can't wait for them to have babies. Like, I'm like, eh. Um, and I just absolutely absolutely love this book i think almost like not that there was ever a point where i didn't love the series but it definitely made me so excited for this new arc um that has been you know turning out to be so good um but yeah that's all i needed to add sort of as a like yeah oops a for good and yeah so uh, now I will actually say bye for good though this time um, and we will you will listen to me talk to you again in next week because I was gonna be like we'll talk again next week like as if that's what's happening no you will listen to my voice again in next week okay bye bye